Welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. My name is Kyle Nelson. Got my wonderful co-host here, Mr. Eli Libby. Hey, hey, man. How's it going? Good, man. What's going on? Ah, it's good, man. Another very, very productive day. Pretty excited on the day. Tomorrow is the first day of March, which means... Uh, mustache March. Mustache. Yep. It's coming up. Today, we have a very special guest uh, we're excited about. We were on his podcast. That episode's not released quite yet. But uh, it was a super cool conversation. Mm. In fact, after the, I don't even know how many podcasts we've been on. Mm-hmm. It was probably, remember how like so we, we were very, very stoked Deep on that. dive. So Love uh, we'll definitely update everybody once, once that one comes out. But before we get started, you know who we have to shout out to. That is Altitude. Yep. Everything Latte. The brand, the company's called Altitude Functional Beverages. This flavor is called Everything Latte. They got some new flavors coming out, which is chai and matcha. matcha. We tried them the other night. So good. Uh, this has some great so stuff good. in it. 30 milligrams of CBD, turmeric, cordyceps, lion's mane, reishi, chaga, mushrooms. It's going to make you feel good. It's going to make you feel elevated. And it is. it's it's tastes good, too. It really is. Functionally elevated. Oh, functional caffeine. So good. So if you haven't yet, go to altitudebev.com. Get yourself some if you haven't. Before we get started, though, let's roll that intro. What's going on? Welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. My name's Kyle Nelson. I've got my great co-host and good friend here, Mr. Eli Lynn. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. Excited for the episode, man. Today, man. Absolutely. We're really Wait. excited for this episode. We've got a great yep. Absolutely. Number two, clear, simple Wine. images. Amazon seller. The first thing that I follow about in this article is really looking for that initial print. You need to be thinking about product photography and video production. All right, today we have Kevin, who coaches millennial generation CEOs that lead businesses at the seven-figure stage or above that are less than a decade old with a mission to create a better and more sustainable future for all. Also very driven by the desire to 10x their impact, such as becoming one of the go-to businesses in their field, and he helps them get there thanks to their human potential alone and that of their team. Super insightful individual. We've chatted with him before and follow him. Kevin, welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. Thank you for welcoming me, guys. And great interesting what you say because you say that tomorrow is first of March and it's already first of March for me. Oh, <laughs> so oh, oh that is future. future. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that is weird. Yeah, like four in the afternoon here. Yeah, Kevin, remind the audience where where you are in the world right now. I'm in Bali, Indonesia. It's eight a.m. here. Wow, wow, that's, that's awesome. Wow, so that's so cool. Kevin, tell us a little about you. How did you get to where you're at today? What are some of your past business experiences? And how did you kind of find this current uh, coaching that you're doing? What was that catalyst? I've, I've always been interested into the human being. And mm. when I was a teenager, I made a decision to study human resources. Like most of my friends were struggling knowing what they wanted to do to study and as a career. And when I was around 13, 14 years old, I discovered human resources through my family and I, I, I hmm. knew that I wanted to study that. So I never struggled. And indeed, I studied human resources. I graduated as um, top of my university. 
I love this topic so much. It was really easy for me. I studied as an apprentice, which means that I was two days a week at uni and three days a week um, with a work contract for a company as a human resources manager. So I graduated with experience already, thanks to this uh, study. And nice. I worked for multiple companies in aeronautics, aerospatial, sustainable living, a multi-billion dollar corporation as human resources manager. Mm. But then I, <laughs> I found out that I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. It's mm. like life happens, you know? Yeah. And, um, and I, I went burnt out. Mm. Uh, hyper-stressed. I had very poor leadership and management where I was working. And I had like accumulation of bad things in my life that led me to the point where I decided to quit, but literally quit everything. Um, I left my girlfriend, I left my lifestyle, my job, my apartment, I sold everything. And I started to travel around the world oh, with wow. no itinerary and like nothing in mind. I was living day by day, following people's recommendations to like, you should go to this country or you should visit that place. And wow. I was living like this, not knowing where I would be uh, the following day. Sounds fun. Yes, <laughs> it, it has been. <laughs> so I, I spent one year traveling Asia like this, living day by day. And I came to the point to realize, like, I'm not fulfilled. I'm living a great lifestyle, but I was still burned out and under depression at that yeah. time. So I realized that the, the, the corporate life didn't suit me and the digital nomad um, travel mm. backpacking life didn't suit me at well. So I took time to refocus on myself and knowing what I wanted to do. And I came back to the human part of human resources. Mm. And that's how I get into coaching. Um, Definitely working with human being one one on one and 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 that's uplifted me that thought uplifted me, so I retrained and I started to work with entrepreneurs and later on with CEOs and that's what I'm doing right now Ooh, what a story man yeah, thanks for sharing all that. What is it about um, working with humans that you love so much like doing that human uh, you, you said you found that uh, degree and that's what you pursued, but what is the right. initial spark behind really wanting to work with people? And then how did that spark kind of fizzle out? I mean, was that just bad management, bad leadership, or was there, did you kind of lose something that you've refound? Mm. Well, first thing, I think it's built in, in me. We, we all have different passions, different things that we, we like in life or we love, or et cetera. Okay. And, mm. I've always been interested in, in knowing how a human being function. So that is built in within me. Uh, you know, I, I don't think I have a rational reason for this. Mm -hmm. But then when it comes back to the business life, indeed, as I suffered from very bad leadership and very bad management, and that led me to uh, very dark places in, in my life a couple of years ago, that has been a, a motivation to, to understand how a leader can use his own understanding of how he functions 
yeah. in order to build that for his business and to build that to his team or, or other team. So I think my, just the way I'm built in plus my experience led me to, okay, there, there is definitely something that we can do as human and oh. understanding how a human works. Mm-hmm. Like what is the mind, how the mind works. And I, I studied that myself. Mm-hmm. I do long meditation retreats. I spend three weeks mm. sitting for 12 hours a day last year in 2021, meditating to understand what is the mind, how yeah, it works. I remember seeing so that on LinkedIn. That I cover. Yeah, sorry. Go on. Oh, I remember seeing the meditation thing on LinkedIn. I was uh, pretty blown away. You said three days? Yeah. Dude. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was three weeks. I, I spent three weeks last year just sitting, meditating in a kind of monastery. Kevin, at one at one time, yeah, three, three weeks. weeks you meditated. sat for three weeks. Uh, two two times. So meditating. eleven days and eleven days. two two times. Just sitting, meditating from six a.m. to nine p.m. Whoa, that is yeah. amazing. I, uh, I have a lot of questions yeah, on that. We can tap into that. Yeah. I mean, what, what was your experience like on that? I'm going to take a quick, quick little route here. Um, what, I mean, what was that like? I mean, was that, is that, uh, I mean, what was the benefit of that? What was the impact of that? What was going through your mind? I'm going to take, to talk personally because I believe that each individual has its own experience and understanding of what it is. And we all go through different stuff during this kind of experience. But for me, it was really about understanding how my mind works because the mind is something that is immaterial. We cannot, we cannot touch it. We we don't really know what it is. We, when we talk about the mind, we usually talk about the head, but is it here? Is it, we, we, we don't really know. So I wanted to, I wanted to, to understand that. And it has been a very painful experience, but ultimately it was about focusing because mm. we had one single task to do it's to keep our focus on our breath for hours and hours and hours but as you focus on your breath then your mind goes into your body sensation into pain into thought into yeah. all sorts of distraction and all you have to do is to bring it back here so it's a kind of battle it's a fight totally. between you and your in your mind and i came to the point where i realized that I can take control over my mind and I can tell my mind, you're going to focus on my breath and you will go somewhere else when I will tell you That's to go cool. somewhere else. So it's, it's, a, it's a tool to sharpen the focus, the attention and the concentration that is that it literally 10x my, my focus. It, it has been amazing. Wow. I love hearing. Uh, it's very inspiring to hear that. <clears throat> I've been trying to get back into meditating, you know, um, at least once a day for ten mm. minutes. And sounds like nothing after you just did three oh, weeks. Yeah, but ten minutes even meditating is a challenge for I would say most most people. I mean, yeah. that's But I think it builds discipline, but it builds Absolutely. focus. To your point of like, um, your mind does start to wander. That like first minute okay i'm on and i can i can i can focus on the breath but minute two and three you just start to wander and then to bring it back i think is a skill so three weeks man i maybe one day i'll join you but i don't know if i got that right now <laughs> yeah let's keep in touch <laughs> i'm there i'll be in bali 
<laughs> Seriously. Um, so let's jump into the topic. We yeah. learned a little bit about you and, and mm-hmm. you know, who you are and what you do. And so the topic is why your team committed to your business is a mistake. It almost seems kind of kind of difficult to understand yeah. why your team committed to your business is mm-hmm. a mistake. Yeah. Can you kind of just uh, a high level, just explain yeah. what Break you mean by that? But what, what, what do you understand? I, I, I choose this topic on purpose because it, it's disruptive. Uh, why your team committed to you is a mistake. Um, I'm guessing, okay, so you got a team and they're committed, right? In terms of like, they're passionate about it. They love what they do. They are committed to the leaders and their vision. Well, I don't want to say it like that, but the vision that, that the leaders have created and they're committed to that. And usually most businesses... That's what you're looking for, employees that are committed and want to move forward with you. But this is throwing a curveball and saying that's a mistake. And I'm guessing, I'm trying to, the mistake would be maybe they should have more free will in their thinking and kind of help you shape the future. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm, I'm a little confused on, to be completely honest. Or, or my other thought would be that they're committed to the current state of the business and not really, mm-hmm. not really able or willing to move on. Yeah, that, that's it. It's more in that sense. And it's a, there's a distinction here between, yeah, yeah. Uh, there is the commitment to the business and the commitment to the vision. Sure. And those are two, two, two different things. Because when you have people committed to the business, it means that they're committed to the past. They're committed to what they're used to. And right. if you have a great business, and by a great mis- business, I mean a business that runs well, that um, makes revenue, that makes profits, where you have um, even a good culture, where people love to work, yeah. and suddenly you you shift the vision, you you set a new target, a new goal. Sometimes I even say new miracle. It's a uh, it's a goal that is so bold that will require right. another level of thinking from, from all the team in order to get there in a few years. But when you do that and people are committed to the business the way it is, it means that it's a threat because you put at risk all the greatness that they have right now. And what happens is that employees, for most of employees, Having a job means that they make money, they earn an income that make them able to sustain a lifestyle. Right. And if suddenly you put that at a risk, then they will be more likely against the change. Mm. They will be more likely against your vision because it means that there is a risk for them in trying to get there. Does that make sense to you? It does make sense. It actually, yeah, it's pretty relative. uh, It's pretty relative to kind of what we're going through. Yeah. Just thinking about it and and we're, we're, you know, thinking about it before taking any actions, I think could be a really cool, could really, really cool takeaway for, for business leaders and CEOs. So how do you begin to try to shift your uh, employees mindset in terms of of being more committed to the vision rather than the business all right first first thing you need the vision mm. and 
this is something that most leaders or CEOs don't have is a clear vision of where they want to be. And the, the timeline doesn't really matter. It can be in two years, three years, five years, 10 years, 15 years. Some, some, some people have very long-term visions. The timeline doesn't matter, but knowing where you're going, knowing where you want to go, that is the first, um, the first step. I, I won't <clears throat> over talk about this. But what is important to understand is that when you have a clear vision for the future, then you're creating the change. You're no longer a victim of the change. And as you know, I mean, running a business is, is just, you have so many things that are toward yeah. you at the same time that you have to manage and all and, and you mm -hmm. want to do this and that, but there is this and that happening and you don't have the time to do what you wanted to do. And every day is improvisation and adaptability. So you are a victim of the change constantly. And telling to yourself and to your team and committing to that decision of now this is where you're going and nothing is going to stop us because I decide that nothing is going to stop us. We mm -hmm. require another kind of energy and drive as a leader. And when you're there, it's not just about managing the change, but you can anticipate the change too. Because it doesn't really matter if you're a victim of the change or if you create the change. Change means pain and chaos. Mm. So you can do your best in order to manage the change in the most efficient way possible. You will still go through a period of pain and chaos because, because it means that there are stuff that you will need to let go of and you will need to do new stuff and try new stuff. So, so it's, it's always a weird time. But you can anticipate that through all you communicate to people outside of the business. So what I do with CEOs and anticipation is that when you talk about your company, don't talk about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Talk about what you're creating. Mm -hmm. And that That's... way, you will make people think about the vision. And when you, when you hire people, hire people who are committed to the vision, yeah. not to what the company is currently doing, but this is what we're building. And we need people who want to be there. Mm -hmm. Because once you hire people who want to be at the level of your vision, they don't really care about where the company is at. It's true. In their mind, they're, they're, they're already there. So they will do everything that they can in, already for, in, in, in order for the company to be there, to achieve the vision. <clears throat> and here you have people in your team who create the change with you because because they're as driven as you toward the vision. <clears throat> what are some things that um, CEOs and business leaders can do to keep that vision in front of the employees? Yeah, that's a hard one. And to keep, mm. keep reminding them. What keep do you doing mean by that? Um, I mean, you could, they could come in the door, you could hire them, and you can set the vision and say that we're, we're set up to be the biggest company in the world, whatever it is. How, mm. how do CEOs... Um, keep that at the forefront of their employees, even two years down the road in that employee's um, agreement or 
as an employee of that business. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I mean, aside from just yes, because sense. employees come to work, they get the <clears throat> mundane day to day. Yes, job. that's what I'm getting it's at. Their, yeah, becomes their job, and they're just, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, I I get it. Or let's let's take an example with you guys, if you if you're okay, so that Wait. we can make it uh, yeah. concrete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I if I remember the conversation we had last year, you told me that you want to be the number one business in your field. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that that's that is a that is a vision statement. Totally. And that is useless. Mm -hmm. It's useless for what I'm talking about. Because when you have a vision statement, you don't know what other people have in mind when they think about it. Mm. How do you measure being the number one business in your field? For some people, it will be because you have the largest revenue of all the companies in the field. For others, it can be you have the, the largest number of followers on Instagram or on LinkedIn. For others, it will be because you have the largest number of great articles online and media and advertising, etc. So everyone can understand the vision in different ways. Mm. And as long as you don't have every single person in the company able to close their eyes and envision the same thing as if they had to draw a, a, a painting, like they have to paint, they have a canvas. Mm -hmm. As long as you don't have every single individual able so, to paint the same result on the canvas, your job as CEO is not done. I like that. So, Trying to whip out the paintbrushes. What I, what I do with CEOs, yeah, and what I do with CEOs is you're not the leader anymore. Right. Your vision is the leader. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That is powerful. That's that, that, yeah, that's that take the pressure off your shoulder. It's like when your team mm. is looking for direction, they don't come to you anymore. They come to the vision. And in order to do that, what we do is that we create a document mm. that is most of the time between like around five pages a five pages document that describe in details where you want to be in three, five, 10 years, where the company will be at, what, what the team will look like, how, how the, the teamwork will look like, how the finance will look like. And that can change over time. You, you right. can adjust that document every six months, every year. It's You go through change, so you have new ideas and et cetera. So it's normal to keep that document alive. But creating a document that is so detailed and so bold and, and that your team can envision the same way, yeah. then you, you, you don't have to do this anymore. Mm. And people don't come back to you for the vision anymore because it's so clear that you could disappear for three years 
and, right. and reappear three years later, they will still know what they have to do. Yeah. I love it's powerful. <clears throat> I loved the line, let the vision be the leader. Yep. That, that was, was extremely powerful. It's huge. Well, I mean, mm. when you think about a lot of people that work for like large corporations, but they may yeah. have some type of corporate responsibility, sustainability program or something like they are working. They want to work for that company because they're working towards that vision mm-hmm. and mission of the company, not because of who's running it, but they like pushing the company forward because of that vision, because they know the, the effect that it can make the ripple effect. That's it true. That's very true. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And when people see a leader that is that bold with a vision, right. It's it's another drive too, you know. When when it's it's inspiring to see a leader who dare to be bold in terms of vision and to be bold in terms of explaining the vision. It's it's a catalyst for drive. It's a mm-hmm. real catalyst for drive. Love it. Well, let, let's. Do you want to take an example on vision together? Yeah. It's, it's a. Yeah, it's a funny one. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes for, for one minute. Three weeks? All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, here we go. One minute, here we go. <clears throat> Gosh, your eyes. Here we go. Right, I'm going to talk about the personal vision that I have right now and that I'm, and that I'm creating. And within the next three years, I will have my dream home in the middle of nature. It's going to be beautiful, completely resonate with what I want to create, a peaceful environment, open environment, where I feel so great there, I I, I don't want to leave that home. I I can stay there for days, weeks, months. That's it. You can open your eyes. And so we can imagine that that is my vision statement. Right. I will have my dream home in the middle of nature. But mm-hmm. what what did you see when I say that, Kai and Haley? Uh, what did you see in your mind? I saw I saw a beautiful home that was open lighting, lots of light coming in, uh, kind of off the coast a little bit, mm-hmm. kind of to the mountains a little bit, maybe a view of the ocean. That's what I see. I've, yeah, okay. Kevin, I, uh, you saying you, you're you're in you're in Bali. I've been to Bali, so I I kind of picture this like open floor plan that there are, a lot of the the houses are like in Bali, um, and I do see it kind of in like a rainforesty feel. That's that's what I pictured. All right, so that's illustrate perfectly what I'm talking about because <clears throat> none of those two visions are true. Right. Mm. Right. And and for me, it's clear. I say something that is clear. I use words that are clear, and I would I would expect you to get what 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 I see in here. But if I don't go into details into explaining that, true, then you won't get it. Right. Because what I envision 
is a two-story house, not in Bali, but in Lombok, which is another island near yep. Bali that has hills um, like a few minutes away from, from the ocean. It goes up very quickly and you have hills there and you can buy land and build a house there that has a 200 degrees view on the ocean and the rice field and that's it it's pretty it's pretty dry there yeah but all you can see is the ocean yeah and that is what i envision but if i don't tell you that you go into your own interpretation of what my vision means to you that's true more detail this, get it on this is well. what happened with with your team yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> yep. it's huge it's a huge point man this is especially a company's vision because it can mm -hmm. mean so many different things it could be yeah what does the world's largest company even mean yeah yeah interesting well awesome kevin as we wrap things up uh what is that one tip that you hope that our listeners will take away to understand that the vision is the foundation for an effi efficient mm -hmm. change, to, to drive an efficient culture change. Obviously, you have other things that um, come into the recipe at the end, but the first ingredient is vision mm -hmm. and being crystal clear on where you want to go and making sure that your team is crystal clear on this topic. And even if it requires you to write right. a five, 10 pages documents in order to make sure that the team will get it, then do that. If it takes you a week to do that, do that because that will save you weeks, months, years later of micromanagement to get yeah. sure that the team is aligned. It's true. So that's the best thing that you can do as, as a leader and to, to step up as a mm -hmm. leader and to improve, to better yourself as a leader as well. It's to yeah. not be the leader, but let the yeah. vision be be the leader. Oh my gosh. I love it. Uh, we're definitely walking away with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go back to drawing board. Definitely going to apply that to our yep. business. Well, Kevin, where can they find you if they want to get in touch and get even more, more aspiration inspiration from you as, as a coach? LinkedIn is, is, is where I am. Uh, Kevin Forney on LinkedIn. Um, I probably have the link to this, uh, to this podcast. I also have my own podcast, and I'm going to release your episode this week or next week. Cool. Nice. We'll keep you updated. Uh, called The CEO's Laundry. So it's a very unusual podcast where they're basically coaching sessions with CEOs that are recorded and released publicly to the world. And I sure. love seeing CEOs willing to show up for this exercise. So those are the two best ways to get to know me and, and understand who I am and how I work. Amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kevin, for joining us on the Biz Bros Podcast. We really appreciated it. Thank you, guys. I, I love talking with you. We'll talk soon. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Biz Bros Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Just type in Biz Bros. We'll be there. Hit the subscribe button, and you're going to get amazing episodes just like this one with really cool guests to inspire you to do more with your business. So thank you so much for joining us. We'll See you guys you soon.